All right, everybody, welcome back to Berean's Corner. It's another good day to look into the Word of God. Open your Bible to Exodus 25. The title of today's lesson is Offerings for the Sanctuary, Exodus 25, and let's read. Exodus 25. The Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to bring me an offering. You are to receive the offering for me from each man whose heart prompts him to give. These are the offerings you are to receive from them, gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, goat hair, ram skins dyed red and hides of sea cows, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, and onyx stones, and other gems to be mounted on the ephod and breastpiece. Then have them make a sanctuary for me, and I will dwell among them. Make this tabernacle and all its furnishings exactly like the pattern I will show you. Have them make a chest of acacia wood, two and a half cubits long, a cubit and a half wide, and a cubit and a half high. Overlay it with pure gold, both inside and out, and make a gold molding around it. Cast four gold rings for it and fasten them to its four feet with two rings on one side and two rings on the other. Then make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Insert the poles into the rings on the sides of the chest to carry it. The poles are to remain in the rings of this ark. They are not to be removed. Then put in the ark the testimony which I will give you. Make an atonement cover of pure gold, two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide and make two cherubim out of hammered gold at the ends of the cover. Make one cherub on one end and the second cherub on the other. Make the cherubim of one piece with the cover at the two ends. The cherubim are to have their wings spread upward, overshadowing the cover with them. The cherubim are to face each other, looking toward the cover. Place the cover on top of the ark and put in the ark the testimony which I will give you. There above the cover between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the testimony, I will meet with you and give you all my commands for the Israelites. Make the table of acacia wood, two cubits long, a cubit wide, and a cubit and a half high. Overlay it with pure gold and make a gold molding around it. Also make around it a rim a handbreadth wide, and put a gold molding on the rim. Make four gold rings for the table and fasten them to the four corners where the four legs are. The rings are to be close to the rim to hold the poles used in carrying the table. Make the poles of acacia wood, overlay them with gold, and carry the table with them. And make its plates and dishes of pure gold, as well as its pitchers and bowls for the pouring out of offerings. Put the bread of the presence on this table to be before me at all times. Make a lampstand of pure gold and hammer it out, base and shaft. Its flower-like cups, buds and blossoms shall be of one piece with it. Six branches are to extend from the sides of the lampstand, three on one side and three on the other. Three cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms are to be on one branch, three on the next branch, and the same for all six branches extending from the lampstand. 
and on the lampstand there are to be four cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms. One bud shall be under the first pair of branches extending from the lampstand, a second bud under the second pair, and a third bud under the third pair, six branches in all. The buds and branches shall all be of one piece with the lampstand, hammered out of pure gold. Then make its seven lamps, and set them up on it, so that they light the space in front of it. Its wick trimmers and trays are to be of pure gold. A talent of pure gold is to be used for the lampstand and all these accessories. See that you make them according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Now, the last time we were together, the people affirmed their covenant with the Lord. And Moses, along with the 70 elders, along with her and Aaron, went to worship at Mount Sinai before the Lord. Now God is telling Moses that he wants voluntary offerings for a sanctuary. We see that God tells Moses what he needs for his, for his sanctuary and to get it voluntarily. Look at verses 1 through 9. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Tell the sons of Israel to, to raise a contribution for me from every man whose heart moves him. You should raise my contribution. And this is the contribution which you are to raise from them, gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet material, fine linen, goat hair, ram skin, dyed red, porpoise skins, acacia wood, oil for lighting, spices for the anointing, oil for the fragment, incense, onyx stones and setting stones for the ophed and for the breastplate. And let them construct a sanctuary for me that I may dwell among them according to all that I'm going to show you as the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furniture. Just so you shall construct it. Now we see that the Lord wants a sanctuary to be built by contributions from the people. Now, this was a voluntary contribution, not a manipulation contribution. Notice there was no mention of turning to Malachi 3 and Moses reading how the windows of heaven would be open if they give. Uh, now, a side note, I know Malachi hasn't been written yet. I'm just being funny. But some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. But that's a conversation for another day. Now, let's look at some other examples where God asked his people to voluntarily give. Turn to turn your Bible to the right to First Chronicles. All right, and we want First Chronicles chapter 29. First Chronicles 29, look at verse 3. Moreover, in my delight in the house of my God, the treasure I have of gold and silver, I give to the house of my God over and above all that I have already provided for the holy temple. Drop down to verse 9. Then the people rejoiced because they had offered so willingly for they made their offering to the Lord with a whole heart. And King David also rejoiced greatly. Drop down to verse 14. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer as generously as this for all things come from thee and from thy hand we have given thee. Turn a couple of more books to your right. Go to Ezra. A couple more books to the right. Go to Ezra. 
Ezra chapter 2. And we're going to look at verses 68 and 69. Ezra 2, 68, 69. Some of the heads of father's households, when they arrived at the house of the Lord, which is in Jerusalem, offered willingly for the house of God to restore it to his foundation. According to their ability, they gave to the treasury for the work 61,000 gold drachmas and 5,000 silver manas and 100 priestly garments. You see, they gave voluntarily. Now, the first piece of furniture God wanted built was the Ark of the Covenant. Notice verses 10 through 22. And they shall construct an ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits long and one and a half cubits wide and one and a half cubits high. You shall overlay it with pure gold inside and out. You shall overlay it and you shall make a gold molding around it. You shall cast four gold rings for it and fasten them to its four feet. And two rings shall be on one side of it and two rings on the other side of it. You shall make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. You shall put the poles into the rings on the side of the ark to carry the ark with them. The poles shall remain in the rings of the ark. They shall not be removed from it. You shall put into the ark the testimony which I shall give you. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold, two and a half cubits long and one and a half cubits wide. You shall make two cherubim of gold, make them of hammered work at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub at one end and one cherub at the other end. You shall make the cherubim of one piece with the mercy seat at its two ends. The cherubim shall have their wings spread upward, covering the mercy seat with their wings and facing one another. The faces of the cherubim are to be turned towards the mercy seat. You shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark and in the ark. You shall put the testimony which I shall give to you. And there I will meet with you. And from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim, which are upon the ark of the testimony, I will speak to you about all that I will give you in commandment for the sons of Israel. I would like to point out a few things uh, about the ark. Number one, the measurement of the ark. Scripture tells us that it is two and a half cubits long, one and a half cubits wide, one and a half cubits high. And our measurement, that is 3.75 feet long, 2.25 feet wide and 2.25 feet high. Number two, the acacia wood. Now, acacia wood is known as strong wood. To give you an example of how much acacia wood would cost, if you went to Lowe's, a 6.16 foot piece of acacia countertop would cost you $331.55. So we see that this is not a cheap piece of furniture that God wants in this house. Number three, it was to be overlaid in gold. To give you an example of how much this costs today, Gold is going for about $22,076 a pound. Number four. What was to go in it? Look at verse 16. You shall put in the ark the testimony which I shall give you. We see our father wanted the word of God in the ark. Number five. God would meet with Moses at the mercy seat. Notice verse 22. There I will meet with you. Next, God tells them to make the table of showbread. We see this in verses 23 through 30. 
you shall make a table of acacia wood, two cubits long and one cubit wide and one and a half cubits high. You shall overlay it with pure gold and make a gold border around it. You shall make for it a rim of a uh, hand width around it and you shall make a gold border for the rim around it. You shall make four gold rings for it and put rings on the four corners which are on its four feet. The ring shall be close to the rim as holders for the poles to carry the table. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold so that with them the table may be carried. You shall put its dishes and its pans and its jars and its bowls with which to pour libations. You shall make them of pure gold. You shall set the table of the presence on the table before me at all times. Okay, now I would like to make 12 points about the table of showbread. Point number one, the table was made of acacia wood. We can see that in verse 23. Point number two, the table was three feet long. That was also pointed out in verse, in verse 23. Point three, the table was one and a half feet wide. You saw that in verse 23. Point number four, the table was 27 inches high or 2.25 feet. Notice this is the same height as the arc box. Point number five, the table was overlaid with pure gold. Point number six, the table was to have a gold border. Point number seven, the table was to have a rim and gold border. Number eight, the four leg corners were to have four gold rings. We saw that in verse 26. Point nine, they were attached close to the rim as pole holders. Number 10, the table was to have gold overlaid carrying poles made of acacia wood. We saw that in verse 28. The 11th point is the table was to have various utensils made of gold, such as pans, dishes, jars, and bowls. We saw that in verse 29. Point number 12, the table was to always have unleavened bread on it. Look at verse 30. You shall set the bread of the presence on the table before me at all times. Now, let's see how this unleavened bread was to be prepared. Turn to Leviticus 24. Leviticus 24. Leviticus 24 verses 5 to 9. Then you shall take fine flour and bake 12 cakes with it. Two tenths of an ephah shall be in each cake. You shall set them in two rows, six to a row on the pure gold table before the Lord. You shall put pure frankincense on each row that it may be a memorial portion for the bread, even an offering by fire to the Lord. Every Sabbath day you shall set in order before the Lord continually. It is an everlasting covenant for the sons of Israel and it shall be for Aaron and his sons and they shall eat it in a holy place for it is most holy to him from the Lord's offering by fire. His portion forever. Now next God tells them to make the golden lampstand. Look at verse 31. Then you shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand and its base and its shaft are to be made of hammered work. Its cups and bulbs and its flower shall be in one piece with it. Six branches shall go out from its sides. Three branches of the lampstand from its one side and three branches of the lampstand from its other side. Three cups shall be shaped like almond blossoms. 
in the one's branch, a bulb and a flower, and three cups shaped like almond blossoms in the other branch, a bulb and a flower. So for six branches going out from the lampstand. In the lampstand, four cups shaped like almond blossoms, its bulbs and its flowers. A bulb shall be under the first pair of branches coming out of it. A bulb under the second pair of branches coming out of it. And a bulb under the third pair of branches coming out of it. For the six branches coming out of the lampstand, their bulbs and their branches shall be of one piece with it. All of it shall be one piece of hammer work of pure gold. Then you shall make its lamps seven in number and they shall mount its lamps so as to shed light on the space in front of it. Its snuffers and its tray shall be of pure gold. It shall be made from a talent of pure gold with all these utensils. See that you make them after the pattern for them, which was shown to you on the mountain. Now, there are 11 details. The Lord tells Moses about the lamp. Number one, it is to be made with pure gold. Number two, the base and the shaft are to be made of hammered work. Number three, the cups, bulbs, and flowers are to be made of one piece. We see that in verse 31. Number four, it was to have six branches going out from its side. That was in verse 32. Number five, the lamp had to have three branches out of one side and three from the other. We notice that in verse 32. Number six, the lamp had three cups shaped like almond blossoms in one branch with a bulb and a flower. Number seven, the lamp had three cups shaped like almond blossoms in the other branch with a bulb and a flower. Number eight, it was to have these things for a total of six, one for each branch. That was in verse 33. Number nine, it is to have a lampstand that has four cups shaped like almond blossoms with its bulbs and flowers. We notice that in verse 34. Detail number 10, it was to have a bulb under each pair of branches coming out of the stand. We saw that in verse 35. Number 11, it is to be made all of one piece of pure gold. Verse 36. Now, the last two things to note are the design of the lamps and accessories. Okay. And we saw that in verses 37 through 40. Let's look at that again. Then you shall make its lamps seven in number and they shall mount its lamps so as to shed light on the space in front of it. Its snuffers and its tray shall be of pure gold. It shall be made from a talent of pure gold with all these utensils. See that you make them after the pattern for them, which are shown to you, which was shown to you on the mountain. Now, there are two details to notice. Number one. It is to have seven lamps mounted in such a way that light shines in the front of the lamp. We saw it in verse 37. And you shall make his lamps seven in number. They shall mount his lamps so as to shed light on the space in front of it. And number two. It was to include wick, uh, wick snuffers and trays made of pure gold. And we saw that in 38 and 39. Okay, now we see God is given the vision and blueprint to Moses, but the man in but the man in charge to make these things is named Bezalel. Let's close this chapter to see what the Lord says about this man. Turn to a couple of chapters to the right to chapter thirty one in Exodus, and let's see what it says about Bezalel. Exodus thirty one. Let's look at one through eleven. Now, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, see, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah. 
I have filled him with the spirit of God and wisdom and understanding and knowledge and in all kinds of craftsmanship to make artistic designs for work in gold, in silver and in bronze in the cutting of stones for setting and in the carving of wood that he may work in all kinds of craftsmanship. Behold, I myself have appointed with him a holy, a uh, holy the son of Ahishamash of the tribe of Dan and in the hearts of all who are skillful. I have put skill that they may make all that I have commanded you. The tent of meeting and the ark of testimony and the mercy seat upon it and all the furniture of the tent, the table also and its utensils and the pure gold lampstand with all its utensils and the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering also with all its utensils and the liver and the stand, the woven garments as well and the holy garments for Aaron, the priest and the garments for his sons with which to carry on their priesthood. The anointing oil also and the fragrant incense for the holy place. They are to make them according to all that I have commanded you. So we see the Lord gave Moses the vision up on the mountain. But this man, Bezalel, is the one who was going to do all the designing. And if you ever wondered how we just read, he was going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay. That brings us to the end of Exodus chapter 25. That's all for now. God bless. 